What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where you can hear the real stories behind the people on social media. And today is a takeaways episode. If you're new here, what a takeaways episode is, is where I sit down and I talk to you about the most recent podcast episode of the week. I do these in one take. It's just a little bonus piece of content that I like to give you. Um, So I do one take. I don't do much editing. And I just sit here, rant, ramble, and talk about the most recent conversation I had on the podcast for 5, 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes. We'll see how this goes, but so if I stumble over my words or anything, like I said, I don't do a lot of editing. I do this in one take. So let's just get into my conversation with Darren Pang. Uh, the first thing that I wanted to, mainly, the, there's one big thing that I want to talk about my conversation with Darren. And it was the thing we talked about near the end of the episode. Uh, it was the most social media specific topic of the entire interview. I know, and I, I prefaced the episode by saying it wasn't your typical episode of my social life. I A lot of it was about hockey and Darren's playing career and then transitioning to a broadcaster. So there wasn't a lot of value in terms of social media, but there was an important three to five minutes at the end of the episode where I, Darren and I talked about kind of not necessarily personal branding specifically, but like the interests of athletes and social media and everything. And I really kind of want to break down that part of the conversation. I think the rest of the interview is really, really cool. Uh, as a hockey fan myself and someone that works for the Ottawa 67s, the junior team that Darren used to play for, I had a lot of fun recording this uh, episode. But I kind of want to bring it back to social media and personal branding, things that interest me. Not that hockey doesn't interest me, but in the context of this podcast, that one really kind of veered off topic from what we're used to. So with this takeaways episode, I kind of want to bring it back into the nature of this podcast. And so... What I wanted to talk about specifically was I asked Darren if hockey players think about their post-career life. Because when you think of a professional athlete, your career in a best-case scenario for a hockey player, unless you're an outlier, you're probably looking at 37 to 38 years old in a best-case scenario. Of course, some guys play 40 till they're 44, whatever. But if you have a really long career, 37, 38 maybe till you're 40 and that's if you're really really good and in a good situation where you can stick around for that long but a lot of guys make it for a couple years in the NHL and then they're gone and so I really think guys like my personal like just from outsider's perspective I don't think people think about that too often they're living the dream and I can totally understand getting kind of wrapped up living your dream that you don't want to think about what happens after because you're enjoying the moment. But I was curious to see what Darren kind of thought being someone that's really wrapped in it every single day with the pros, with the St. Louis Blues where he works. And he said he wasn't really sure. He wasn't really definitive either way. He said he hopes guys do because you never know when your career is going to come to an end. You might have a career-ending injury tomorrow and then that's it. So once that money stops coming in, like you need to find new ways to make money. So I was really curious to see if guys really think about it. I mean, a lot of guys probably naturally think, oh, I'll just get into broadcasting or something like that, which is cool and that's fine. And I completely understand that's a natural progression. But he was talking about how he's so fascinated when players have these interests that you don't really get to see. And the examples he gave was Joe Vitale, a former NHL player, and he loved bread. Very, very random example, probably not where your head would go right away, but he loves baking bread and he took all these bread making courses and that's something he just loves to do. And the other example he gave was Ryan O'Reilly. 
Ryan loves to play guitar. He sings, he writes songs, which is something I didn't pick up when Dan and I first had our conversation, but when I was reviewing it and doing the editing, I caught that he said he writes his own music, which is crazy. And I, I'm a fan of Ryan O'Reilly. I'm personally like my favorite NHL team is the Colorado Avalanche and Ryan O'Reilly played there. So I'm a fan of O'Reilly's. I had no idea that he played guitar or that he wrote music. And I feel like a lot of people didn't know that. And I just feel like guys really don't showcase their interests too often. I have this, I don't know what the right word is. I'm not a fan of many NHL players' social medias. Uh, If we look at Connor McDavid, I was just looking at his Instagram before recording this. I think in 2019, so I'm recording this episode on May 16th. We are almost five months into the year. McDavid, I think, has made 16 posts with the majority of them being like a sponsored content type thing. Like, oh, can't wait to try these new skates out. Thanks. And like at CCM Hockey or stuff like that. There's not many personal posts that he's made. You don't really get a good feel of who Connor McDavid is just by looking at his Instagram. And he's one of, if not the... I don't want to say the best player. I can't make that call. He's on his way to being the best player in the entire world. And he's made 16 posts in five months. And most of them aren't really genuine posts. I really think guys need to kind of go all in on their, not their personal brand, but their interests and really round out their brand. Because a guy like Conor McDavid, he's known for being a hockey player. And a really good one at that, like don't get me wrong, he's got a successful brand based off just that and he'll make millions and millions of dollars. So maybe in this specific example, it's not necessarily particular to a guy like Connor McDavid who's going to be set for life because of hockey, but it's to that guy who's a good player, but he's going to have an average career in the show and then after that he might disappear and you never really hear from him again. But I would love it if these guys just leaned into their interests while they were a player and really grew their brand that way and grew their following because you have a you have it built in already. As an NHL player, you've got tons of eyeballs, tons of interest on you, especially in specific markets. Like I know in some places it might not be as easy, but in a place like Ottawa or a place like Montreal or Toronto where NHL is the be-all, end-all, that, maybe not so much Ottawa and Toronto, but Montreal for sure. I mean, Ottawa's got... A, other sports teams as well in there, but even just in the context of Montreal or NHL, the Montreal Canadiens are everything there. Could you imagine a guy just putting out content that's interesting to him? Like if we just look like, look at, for example, let's use Sidney Crosby. I'm going to kind of merge this with the bread example, but could you imagine if Sidney Crosby decided to go public and say that he loves baking? He just loves to bake. Would you watch a baking show starring Sidney Crosby a cooking show where he bakes muffins one week, maybe he bakes a cake, and he's just does baking. New episode every week of Sid just baking a new item. He can bulk shoot them in the off season, shoot like 30 episodes, and then he just releases them throughout the season. Would you watch that? I don't really watch cooking shows, but I would definitely, without a doubt, watch a Sidney Crosby baking show. If that's what interests him and that's what he likes to do, like I think it's easy and I would totally watch it. Or a real life example, like a tangible example that I know would be legit, is Patrick Liney loves loves his gaming. There's a whole controversy around the fact that 
his numbers dipped because he played too much Fortnite. But that's besides the fact. But leaning into the, his love of video games, could you imagine if, imagine if Patrick Laine was a Twitch streamer or a, a YouTuber? Do you know how many people would watch Patrick Laine Twitch? Like on Twitch, how many people would watch his YouTube videos of him gaming, playing Fortnite? That would be insane. Maybe that exists, but not to my knowledge. I think so many people would watch Line A if he was a gamer on YouTube. Like, of course. Like, I don't see the situation where people don't. And those are two examples of guys that don't necessarily, or whose interests are, those are examples outside of hockey. Maybe your interest is hockey and you love hockey more than anything and that's your only focus. That's fine. Produce content around being a hockey player at the highest level in the world. Like, there's not really a way where you can wheeze your way out of, well, obviously, if you don't want to make this content, you don't have to. I just think it's a smart decision long-term for your career. And, like, the example, so where I really get, like, where I really want to hit home with this one is this example I like to give. If Jason Spezza and Paul Bissonnette walked into a high school in Canada, even in the States, if they walked into a random high school, who do you think would get more attention? The answer is pretty obvious. It's Paul Bissonnette. But now before we get into why Paul Bissonnette would be the most, like the guy that people would gravitate towards, let's look at these guys' career numbers first. If some way, somehow, Biz, you're listening, I promise this isn't a chirp. This is just a really solid example for me to get my point across here. So Jason Spezza has played over 1,000 games in the NHL. He scored over 900 points. He was a second overall pick in the draft, and he's currently playing for the Dallas Stars. He's going into free agencies or whatever, depending on when we listen to this. But this season, he played for the Dallas Stars. Paul Bissonnette has 200 games in the NHL. 202, to be correct. He has 22 points in his career. He was a fourth-round pick, and he no longer plays in the NHL. So why then is Paul Bissonnette a bigger deal if you were to walk into a high school or even a college campus? Why is he a bigger deal than Jason Spezza? It doesn't make sense. Spezza has had a longer career. He's put up a lot more points. He's been a highly touted player since he was in junior. So what, I, this, what, this doesn't make sense from an outsider's perspective. Why would Jason Spezza not be the hotter commodity in like this scenario than Biz Nasty? And that's because Paul Bissonnette is a co-host on the Spit and Chicklets podcast, which is the biggest hockey podcast in the world that he co-hosts with Ryan Whitney, another former NHL player, RA, a reporter, and Mike Rinelli is the producer of that show. And the reason, like I said, he hosts that podcast. People listen to that podcast. People love that podcast. And they get to know the guys on a completely different level than they do when they're just an athlete. They see them on the ice. And Biz has been good about that throughout his entire career. Like he's done a different commercials and stuff. And I remember his ALS ice bucket challenge. He flew to the top of a mountain and then had the ice water dumped on him from a helicopter. So Biz has always been kind of good. He's always been good at being in the public eye and using his his position as a hockey player to his advantage and growing his brand that way. He was a fourth line grinder in the NHL, which is not a knock. Like just you have to be extremely talented to get to that level. 
but he wasn't on the level with your Sidney Crosby's, your Connor McDavid's, your Johnny Goudreau's. He was a fourth line grinder. He went out there, he fought, he got a couple points here and there, but he has a huge brand now. And it's all because he has done work off the ice, building his brand, especially now with the Spit and Chicklets podcast. I think that's a huge opportunity for athletes right now is to really lean into whatever your brand is, whatever you enjoy, and produce content around it. Because I think it'll only benefit you business starting businesses. He's getting tons of brand deals. And on a side note, a lot of people chirp biz nasty about uh, get taking so many brand deals. And I don't understand. He's literally just making money. Like I, people chirp him for the biz 20 promo code. Like whatever, man. Like that guy's making money because of that. And he's still making money. Years after his playing career is over, he's making money because... He's done a good job at building his personal brand. And I think, could you imagine? I know I said Connor McDavid doesn't necessarily need help. He'll be, he's more than set for life because of hockey. But for a guy that's like a middle of the pack guy, like he'll make a couple million bucks, but then that money's going to stop coming in. But could you imagine if he builds his personal brand while he's playing in the league and then he's got all these deals set up, not necessarily for hockey, but for other things based off his interests. Like, could you imagine if Vitaly goes public with his love of bread and now he's like doing different things with different bread companies and getting flown out to bread conventions? I don't know, but there's so much possibility that, and you have a built-in audience by being an athlete. This isn't just specific to hockey, but hockey especially I feel like guys don't do the greatest job in producing content and like leveraging their brand and their position. It's just, I just, it boggles my mind that nobody does it. And if some way, somehow there is a professional athlete or someone that knows professional athletes listening to this, I would love to get involved in some way. If this is something that is of interest to you, I mean, I'm just going to use this opportunity now to kind of plug myself. I my current job is in pro sports, obviously. So if somebody, not pro sports specific, I work in the the, uh, the OHL and a little bit of the CFL and the USL, but if anybody listening to this would really like to genuinely do some work at this and try and grow their personal brand as an athlete, I would love to help. Uh, you can reach out to me. My email's on my Instagram. My Instagram is the Jacob Kelly. You should definitely go and follow me there as well. But anyways, I'm getting off the topic here. This isn't a pitch show for myself. But... At the end of the day, I just think guys should be producing content around social media. One, while the obviously they should be doing it for their post-hockey careers. I think that's important. But you should be doing it before you leave the league. You should be doing it while you're in the league, while you have everybody paying attention to you. And I understand another thing that Darren and I talked about was guys don't really like social media. It's not that they don't like it, but they'll jump on it and they'll jump off it because people are toxic and people are rude and hateful. And I get that. And there's ways around it. And I do think that you should run your own social media accounts. I understand the framework of an athlete. Like maybe you have somebody manage it for you. Like in kind of the scenario I would see it is you caption the photos, you make all the tweets, but you don't actually go on the platforms. You text this person managing your social media they send you a photo, hey, caption this, you caption it, and then you go out with it. But I, th- I think the voice should still be the athletes, but I, and there are ways around it if you don't want to be on social media for the mental aspect and wanting to keep your head straight and not having to deal with haters and, oh, you made a bad pass in the second period last night and you got guys ripping you for it. Like I understand you don't want to deal with that, but there are ways around it, and I do believe that if you go all in on your brand, all in on social media, 
it's going to benefit you long term. That's where I land and I would love to know what, how you feel about this. Whether you agree or disagree with me, I'd like to know why. I'd like to know both sides. I think an important thing is to be able to, a really difficult skill to master, but an important skill to master is to lose an argument. Nobody wants to lose an argument. No one likes to admit that they've lost an argument. And I think that's a really valuable skill to master is the ability to lose an argument. And I would love to know whether you agree or disagree with me, why and why not. I would love to hear, like I said, you can reach out to me. I'm at the Jacob Kelly on Twitter and Instagram. You can tweet at me. You can DM me. I will always answer. 99% of the time, I will answer. And if you'd like to follow the podcast, you can. It's at my social pod. You can see clips from the podcast I did with Darren. You can go to my social life on YouTube and you can kind of check things out there. There's clips from the podcast there. And then every Sunday morning, the full podcast comes out in video form. So if you'd like to watch it, you can there. Now, I know I didn't, I really kind of got really ranted on this one. I didn't talk too much in my conversation with Darren, but that was the big thing that I wanted to talk about was personal branding with professional athletes. There's such an opportunity there for the athlete that it drives me nuts that they don't take advantage of it. And I do understand they don't like to be on social for that whole reason, but there are ways around it. So that was kind of the rant. Like I said, I would love to know if you agree or disagree with me on this one. I'm really passionate about this subject, so I would love to talk about it. If you've listened this entire way, I want to thank you. It really means a lot to me that you've listened, whether you've listened to bits and pieces or the entire way. It means a lot to me. Like I said, this is a subject I'm really, really passionate about, so I would love to talk about it with you. So make sure if you want to talk about this, you have any opinions, reach out to me at the Jacob Kelly Twitter and Instagram. Thank you once again for listening, everybody. We'll talk soon.